This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Stuck about swinging splitter. Here's the standing ovation for the Rocket, Roger Clemens. One, two, three, go the Pirates. Jeter just came over to pound him on the back. The standing O continues. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Ah, hello, it's Wednesday. It's 502, it's up the Eddie Scazzari. Nice to see you. So chock full of sports. Under Armour man himself, Al David Dukes. What's up? Oh, good morning there, Jerry. You know, uh, I see this uh, Up and Adams show, which yes. is funny because I never think about the show. No one sees the show, but occasionally a uh, clip will surface online. Yes. Uh, which happened, I guess she she had like two clips online yesterday. She had a lot actually online because oh, right? she had Zach Moss on from the Bills. She had Debo Samuel from the 49ers, does Daniel she, Jones from the Giants. Does, does, she, does she do a show every day? I don't know, but I know it, she's in London right now uh, doing the show there. Because I'll like hear about a Kay Adams interview. Then yeah. a month will go by. Mm-hmm. Then I'll hear about... There are so many shows, just like the Pat McAfee show. If he didn't have Aaron Rodgers on every week, I wouldn't even know that show existed. Yeah, I mean, the I mean that show was popular before Rodgers. Not that we watched it, right. but it was popular. Um, the Aaron Rodgers thing has brought it to light for people like you and me. Yeah, I don't know. There's too many shows. I know we talk about this a with podcasts. There's a lot of shows. There's a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of YouTube. There's a lot of stuff out there. The one thing that helps me is all these shows gives us some content. Yes. Because I don't know what else I'd be doing today. But I think that's where that's where people are hearing these shows. Yeah, on YouTube and, and places like here. And, and I don't know who's shows, watching them live. Yeah, that play clips of them. Yeah. It's really weird. Mm-hmm. That weird, they do wacky like, stuff. Yeah, like, like I'm sure the Kay Adams interview with Daniel Jones was... I don't know, 10 minutes long? I got to check. I only got the uh, the one clip about him talking about him feeling better. Exactly. There's supposedly some other good stuff in there. I have to get the whole thing. But first, I have to get through Jerry Jones and Daniel, then Daniel Jones and then Matt. Right, too much stuff. But on social me- making the social media rounds yeah. was just the Daniel Jones stuff talking about his neck. Mm-hmm. Where he said it was a different neck injury different than last neck year. In. Yes. A neck is a neck. What was funny was she then goes... Could you tell us why it's different? Yeah. No. No, I could not. I'm not going to do Why? It's your neck. It's the, whatever. This side, that side. Right. Are we giving away state secrets? I know he has a large, long neck. Large, long neck. So there could be different injuries, but my guess is that if my neck hurts, I'm not going to be able to go, this is like a different neck hurt. No, my neck hurts. Yeah. And then he goes like this. He goes, um, uh, getting hit in a certain way exposes you. Yeah. 
Yeah, like You're every third, neck. Pl- like every third play too. <laughs> Why doesn't he wear one of those big uh, collar things? Because like, he's not a linebacker. That Jack Lambert used to wear. Steve Grogan used to wear one. Steve Grogan, yes, he was a quarterback call, that Jerry. wore one. There weren't many. There were not many. Most quarterbacks, hell, most quarter. There were some quarterbacks like Joe Thiesman who had the one bar across yes. his face because he had to. Even Roger Staubach's uh, helmet back then had the two bars, but they were pretty close together. Very thin. And that was everyone had those. Uh, greasy Fran Tarkenton, Terry Bradshaw had the very thin thing. Yep. But We uh, could get him a neck brace like Brian Erlacher. Yes. That would Why be cool. The, I'm sure he could figure out how to, you know, I'm sure that changes some of your neck mobility, right? Yeah, it might stop the whiplash he's getting every week. <laughs> but linebackers have to move their heads back and yeah. forth like this, Jerry. But linebackers are thick and stocky, and they yeah. put their hands on their thighs, and they're looking, and their their head recedes into their neck. The quarterbacks stand tall, look over the pocket. What if we just did this, because he does have a long neck? Get him a neck brace. Like a classic, like if you're going to go sue somebody, Jerry, you show up to court in a neck brace. <laughs> like the one that goes all yeah, the way around his nice neck. nice padding. <laughs> like uh, Andy Kaufman wore when he was wrestling people after uh, Jerry Lawler gave him the pile driver. He had to put a neck brace on. It's not a bad idea. My guess would be he's probably not going to wear that. Could you imagine if you're on defense and you see the your opposing quarterback? He's showing up in a neck brace. You're like, oh, my gosh, we got this game. No problem. <laughs> I have a serious question for yeah. you about what they wear and what they don't wear. Quarterbacks like Daniel Jones, who gets hit 50 times a game, no mouthpiece. How do they still have teeth? That's weird. Think about that. He doesn't have wear a mouthpiece? No, most of them don't. Well, they wear that one that comes... Some, most don't. Yeah. Daniel Jones does not put a mouthpiece in his mouth. Because there are certain quarterbacks, like Matthew Stafford in particular, where every play he takes that little plastic thing out and jams Some it. Some guys do. And Patrick and Mahomes. Mahomes is another one who yeah. jams it into it. But there are quarterbacks that do not wear a mouthpiece. Yeah, that's crazy. I agree. But then again, they also don't wear cups. Well, I guess you can't have a mouthpiece on and be like, oh. Three, three, no, you can. Blue, 42. You can. We did it in yeah. high school. Of course you can. You wore can. a mouthpiece? Of course, yeah, absolutely. Takes a little getting used to. Yeah. Because like you said, <laughs> but once you get used to it and you get the cadence, yeah, you, it's fine. I also wonder if that tiny, thin mouthpiece that uh, Matthew Stafford and Patrick Mahomes wore, is that really doing anything? Uh, it yeah, because it's the the hard rubber plastic. So when you chomp down on it, it takes the it absorbs the hit, oh, okay. as opposed to you <laughs> crunching down on <laughs> yes, your teeth and breaking your teeth. You think guys ever bite their tongues, quarterbacks, when they uh, get hit? I would think it probably has happened. Sure, think anyone ever bit a tongue off? No, I think we would have heard that story by definitely, now. definitely right. Yes, that would be. I, I think that would have been a legendary story back yes. in the day. And I bit my tongue off. Okay. Or I bit off the quarter, or a linebacker that gets in there, gets in right in his face, and bites the quarterback's tongue off. That would be cool. Yes, I, that would be Sonny Jurgensen back in the day, oh. bit his tongue off and completed the pass. And then spit it in the guy's face. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. So we're expecting Daniel Jones to play, I guess. I, I would. I find it hard to believe that he's not going to play I mean, he's someday. doing interviews this week. He's doing interviews, yes. He, well, at least with Kay Adams. Yes. Is he coming on with us? No. Right. Know what I would do, Jerry? Work the neck if I was Buffalo Bills. I don't think you have to worry about that. I think they're working every part of him. <laughs> his leg has been worked, his arm, his neck, his head, his chest. Yeah, they'll work them. There are so many great wrestling moves that involve the neck, like neck breakers, the DDT. Like, there's so many moves the Bills could pull on him. And they love, well, the fans love to wrestle and throw each other through tables. But if they have that mentality... In this game this week, Daniel Jones might walk out with a neck brace. Do you think, this is a serious question, 
So he's been hit, I think, more than anybody right now in the NFL. If not, he's second. I, I'll get the list. I can double check. But it's he's way up there. He's averaging, I think, six sacks a game. It's a lot through five games. He's going to Orchard Park. They're not coming here. Hostile environment. Hell, they throw marital aides on the field to Tom Brady they back do. in the day, right? Do you think he goes into that game knowing that the offensive line sucks? He's not really good right now, and he's getting hit at nauseum. Concerned for his own safety? Yes. It has to go I, yeah. through your mind, doesn't it? He's got he's to be thinking, like, going to be a rough one out there today. Now, if yeah, – I'm trying to think who covered – so, like, if Ralph Vacchiano really wanted to get into his, get into his head – he should say, hey, you know, back in the day, this is what happened to Boomer yeah, at Orchard this. Park. <laughs> Don't let that happen to you. Yeah. Be aware of your surroundings. You know, we heard in the offseason that Tua learned how to fall Correct. from uh, jiu-jitsu. MMA, yeah. Well, one of the things I always remember from the interviews with the guys uh, from Jackass that do all that punishment to their body is this idea that when punishment is headed your way, you have to train your body to go limp and relax. To not stiffen. Not stiffen. Can we teach Daniel Jones that? <laughs> Can we get Johnny well, Knoxville th- up to Buffalo and help him? But in but but to Alan Fairness, the guy always plays. Like I think if anybody's limp, it's Daniel Jones. <laughs> so you think he does, like Eli Manning must have learned how to go to limp? But clearly, and they just mean, crumble. The Giants have had two limp quarterbacks. Because Eli never missed a game. And yeah, I know Daniel Jones missed a couple with the neck injury. I know that. But for the most part, when since he's been the starter here, the kid's out there every week. And he takes a beating. So he's got limp all dialed up. Okay, so he knows how to fall. It's it, Well, it certainly seems like it and can absorb a hit. So now in uh, NFL camps, we've got to bring in jujitsu instructors and the dudes from Jackass. Or just let Eli Manning and Daniel Jones go talk to everybody. This is how you do it. Just go limp. Oh, imagine that he what just you like, do every Saturday. <laughs> Get away from me, will you? <laughs> oh man, do you think they're competitive at all Sunday night? No, nah, no, I don't either. I also do, here's what I think. I think Daniel Jones will start this game, but I think uh, the old. The old former Buffalo Bill will get in that game. You don't think he's finishing the game? I don't do think you? he's finishing the game. No, he's going to get. Uh, He's going to get the the neck breaker. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. By the way, speaking of the Giants, this is just me. How many Adoree Jackson cuts you think we have in the system? Oh, I missed that interview. I didn't. I, heard I was it. counting on you to uh, play clips from it. Yeah, well, we don't have any. How did it go with uh, with Sal and BT? It went, it went fine. Were I mean, they, they mean to him? N- no, I mean the first. Qu- I'll get the first question from Sal, where he basically said, "You guys suck." <laughs> Your thoughts. He Adoree Jackson was great, though. I mean, he, he was. Asked, yeah, answered the question. Okay, good. They weren't that hard because. They the interview got cut short because his line, his line was going bad, and so they kind of fought through it a little bit, and then he was gone. So they were like, I, there's no need to call back." It was like ten minutes, and yeah. they beat him up enough. 
Um, but you, none. No one cut it. Nothing. Hmm. Now, you mentioned oh. the other Kay Adams uh, interview. One of the other ones she had was Debo Samuel, Jerry. Yeah, so I got a couple here. Which He's is, on the 49ers. So if you remember, I played this from Micah Parsons. I actually played this yesterday when he did the Edge podcast on Monday talking about um, the uh, George Kittle F Dallas shirt and the Instagram post and everything. And he said it was personal and said this. Laugh now, cry later. We got something for that. Just trust. If we see them again, just trust. And we're going to put it just like that. I ain't going to put too much on it. You're going to make it personal. We can make it personal. All right. So nice. then, so she's got Debo Samuel on who had a reply for Micah. It was already personal before the game started. Now, um, 42 to 10, I don't think you like want to see us again. It might be a little bit worse. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're back oh, and no, forth. Oh, no, he didn't, Jerry. Oh, yes, he did. And then, you know what was cool, though? Fred Warner was on, I'm talking about all these shows. Fred Warner was on FS1. And, you know, they asked him about these comments. You're looking at me funny. Who's Fred Warner? <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Is he on the 49ers? Is he on the Cowboys? He's on the 49ers. 49ers, all right. That was funny. What position does he play? I believe Fred Warner is a defensive front. I'll leave it there. Um, Anyhow, Fred Warner, (laughs) they ask him about this back and forth. He gave such a great, honest answer. He's like, it's great for the, it's what makes the game fun. He goes, but when the game's over, regardless of who wins, we're going to be out there congratulating one another, tapping each other on the head. And he goes, it's made for TV. He goes, this is good for television. That's all this is. Yeah, like I'm now looking forward to yes, a... you want to see the Cowboys and Niners in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. But he basically told you, like, we're all pals. Like, all of this is just in fun. It's not yeah. that big a deal. Micah may be upset, but you know what? At the end of the day, it, this is just good television. Well, he even said Micah Parsons in his um, on his podcast, and he, he says, I'm a George Kittle guy. He did. I played that yesterday. Yeah. Yes, he loves George Kittle. Yeah. But then pissed off that George Kittle taking shots at the Cowboys. Well, you know what? Beat them once in a while. How often does Micah Parsons do that? Every Monday. Every Monday he just is by himself. Yeah. Talking yes. for 45 for an minutes. hour. An hour? I think they edit some that's stuff cool. out. But that's why, like, when I played yesterday, uh, I don't know if I still have it here. I may or may not. It's like when I played yesterday, him talking about the uh, this one like this is a bad comment to make if you're a Cowboys coach and you hear this I feel like almost we weren't put in position to succeed in some instances and he didn't remember I played it yesterday I played it he said it on a couple of different occasions that we weren't put in a position to win and succeed that is a damning comment and I don't I actually don't think he meant anything by it I think it's a kid talking for an hour and talking too much and sometimes stuff just comes out but on the surface, if I was a, if I was a, if I was Dan Quinn, I'd be like, "Hey, Micah, what do you, what do you mean you weren't yeah. make a tackle?" But that's what happens when you talk for an hour. This is very probably a very popular podcast in Dallas. I think it's a very popular podcast in general. I yeah. would think, but I think like if I'm a hardcore cowboy fan, yes, you have to I'm watch. All it. about that. The one thing that I and I've said this through the first five weeks now, he's been doing it. The thing that would uh, not concern me, but the thing I find odd or interesting is how he goes around the league commenting on other players and other games, which tells me this dude is locked like he is a football junkie. One, There are always people that have no idea what's going on around the NFL except for what they did. This kid is going home and watching highlights of all these games. And he is clear. And the other thing, too, about him, a lot of these podcasts are on Tuesday. He does it on Monday. 
So it's ready for you on Monday night. Right. So he's kind of beating you to the punch. Like Aaron Rodgers is Tuesday. Uh, most guys do interviews on Tuesday. Adoree Jackson's Tuesday. Micah Parsons talks Monday. Yeah, a lot of podcasters release their stuff on Tuesdays. I don't know why. Hmm. Maybe we start releasing a best of on Tuesday. The best of the previous week. Uh, yes. Old news. Whatever. You never know. So anyhow, whatever, Jerry. So whatever we have a lot works. of good. We do have a lot of good football stuff that okay, we can good. get to throughout the course of the day. The Aaron Rodgers, Travis Kelsey thing. They're back and forth. It was kind of goofy, but we'll get into that as well. Uh, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, more to do. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at six on a Wednesday on the Fan.